Blog Talk Radio. Fifth Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger. Diane has been given message from the fifth dimension and higher to bring greater peace and understanding to the lives of others. She lives and experiences these higher dimensions to help our world come into balance and to raise to a higher vibration of love. You can find more information on Diane on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1 as she shares great wisdom with the world. Let's welcome your host of this dimensional living, Diane Bachberger. This is Diane, and thank you for listening in on Fifth Dimensional Radio. What propels a civilization into the next step? Join me over the next hour and 55 minutes or longer, maybe, as I take you in the fifth dimension and beyond. Um, this is about the fourth year that I've been doing, um, you know, Fifth Dimensional Living or Fifth Dimensional Radio, like it's called now. And there's been times where, you know, the energy's been pretty intense, and I do a lot of energy work. It seems now that there's kind of been a breaking point, and um, there is more positive energy on the earth right now than there has been in a long time, even though it may not seem like it at times. Um, I've been, you know, talking to many people lately, and... There's been many very positive people, but there's also been very negative people. But what I've noticed, and the reason why I'm talking about it, is that the really negative people are starting to become more positive. So I know there's an upswing. That's one of the reasons, and how I'm feeling, and what I'm manifesting around me, what I'm dreaming, what I'm feeling. You know, and I'm feeling, I don't know, I don't. I don't think there is a word to describe it. It's a combination of hopeful, full of light, full of joy. You know, a whole bunch of different things. It's really not easy to describe, but I'm sure we'll find a word to describe it at some point in fifth dimensional consciousness. Because even when we shift consciousness, the meaning of words change. You know, when we went and fell down in consciousness many millennia ago, the meaning of words almost some of them became the opposite of what they originally meant. So I'm sure there's going to be a reversal of that. They'll go back either to their original meanings or have more depth and meaning. Because in fifth dimensional consciousness, there is more depth and feeling, and there's balance. You know, there isn't those extremes, but we do have more awareness, more perception, and we create and are aware of what we are creating around us. In third-dimensional consciousness, there is a different type of manifesting. And um, if I have time a little later in the show, I'll talk about that. Today is Wednesday, October the 28th, 2015. And when I first came on the show, I noticed that my computer and my laptop had two different times. There was like three minutes between them. And then another clock I have in my house, which I know is right on the 
the button um, is was completely different too. There was like f- four or five minutes, or like four and a half minutes between. And when things like that happen, you know, because often I do the show and notice that all the clocks are in sync. There's some type of distortion of the time-space line or continuum or whatever you want to call it. So something's going on. And um, there's been a lot of rain. You know, places like Texas and uh, other places in the States have been getting flooding. Um, Now, I live in Ontario, Canada. We're getting all the rain and the, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of flooding here too. But, you know, a lot of it has to do with emotion and release of emotion and change. So I see something changing within us. Um, Last week I did a show about healing the emotional body and the the spiritual and the physical bodies, you know, in the etheric planes and all that other thing. Um, Because we're multidimensional, we exist in many different places at the same time. But, you know, once we do a lot of emotional healing, there's a lot of release. And then we have energy to shift and do things, you know, in the fifth-dimensional way. Um, Yesterday and part of today was a full moon in Taurus. And I will talk about that. Uh, Last week I didn't have time to talk about the goose and the squirrel, so I will talk about that today. Um, I might talk a little bit about coconut oil if I have the time. Um, I just want to mention back in September I have a friend that I've had for quite a few years, um, and I have her as a friend on Facebook Lilo, L-I-L-O, Kine, K-I-N-N-E, passed away. And she's quite a prolific, uh, and you know, artist and has been for many years. She expresses herself on canvas and um, the feelings that are going on in the universe. But anyway, I just want to mention that she appeared to me this morning, kind of in between dream time and wake time. And she just said to me, continue to do what you're doing because it's working. So, you know, she was very positive in life and she continues to be very positive. I thought I'd just mention that. And um, I may have mentioned it on last week's show on the 22nd. There were a lot of birthdays for people I know and, you know, including my dad's and, and my friend Pete's son, Chris. And Carol Guy's birthday was October the 23rd, and she's the one that started Earth Angels Radio, which, you know, uh, Fifth Dimensional Radio comes off her channel on Blog Talk. So there are a lot of birthdays, and I just, you know, want to wish all those people happy birthday again. And my son's birthday, Sean, is October 31st, so he has a Halloween birthday coming up this weekend, so it should be fun because... usually have a lot of fun with all the kids and Halloween and his birthday and everything else. So I just want to mention that. Um, so, you know, getting back to fifth dimensional consciousness, what, what does it mean to you? Like, um, 
some people feel that when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness, um, part of it is, um, and I believe this too, that we'll be able to manipulate energy and manifest in a completely different way. So we'll be able to um, manifest, instead of things because they're months and things like that, manifesting will happen instantly. I have a friend, and I, I talked about him last on last week's show. Um, he's had a lot of really not good things happen to him. And he lives here in Ontario, and he's basically doesn't trust people and i'm probably one of the few people he does trust but um like i was saying you know at the beginning of the show people i noticed are becoming you know not focused on the negative the way they have been and i i really am this past week i'm really noticing it with him um you know sometimes when we have things that are very positive happen in our life and they have a bunch of different things and it just seems you know like it there, people can't understand what's going on but in a way if we focus on negative things we can draw more negative things to us and when we're in fifth dimensional consciousness it's very important to focus on the positive things okay one of the things that he's talked about with me is he thinks money is evil and i try to tell him that money is just a physical manifestation of energy. And what we do with money doesn't define us, but, um, you know, if we're in a different type of consciousness, if we're in a third-dimensional consciousness, money can be something that people, I don't know how to put, how to put it, think that they need or deserve. <laughs> And they they feel like they got they have to fight to get it, but in fifth dimensional consciousness, money is just a way of being able to purchase or do things that you really want to do. Okay, it's not looked at. You know, and a lot of people can't understand um, can't understand that concept. But um, you know, the more open and aware you are, and the more you want to uh, shift your consciousness the more understanding and perception you will have of that consciousness, okay? So don't be upset or frustrated with um, with it. Just it's, it's basically flowing into it and just wanting it to happen. But, you know, another thing about fifth dimensional consciousness, it's about love, it's about caring about other people and sharing. You know, recently... You know, we've been hearing about ISIS and all those different um, kind of negative things. But what happens in the 3D world, which is polaric or do, have, has a dualistic nature, whatever happens has an equal and opposite reaction. So um, one of the things that I've noticed is people that would have been um, happy with their religion, you know, the Muslim religion or Islam, they're now not happy with it because anything that's kind of thrown at you and forced down your throat and, and becomes very negative, it's going to make you want to get away from it. So in a way, it is opening up people up to a different way of thinking and, um, 
you know, a lot of, well, I'm not saying every religion, but there has been kind of um, control, especially on women. And I think that because of, you know, different things that are going on energetically now and we're shifting consciousness, there is more people kind of looking at this and realizing things aren't really that fair. So in 3D, things may not always seem fair, but in fifth dimensional consciousness, on the other hand, there is more balance. So, you know, so we don't want things to go the opposite extreme where, um, you know, women mistreat men and do the opposite so it's it's about balance it's about everyone counts children are honored older people are honored um you know one thing i've noticed i've been at the hospital a lot because i've had some friends that have been ill and you know once you get over 85 it just seems like oh well you know you're going to die anyway and i don't think you know that type of Thinking is is fifth dimensional thinking, okay? So it's just important that we be aware of it and not take offense to people that have a certain way of thinking or a certain type of conscious because, you know, part of fifth dimensional consciousness is um, understanding that other people may not be where you are, okay? Would a fifth dimensional world look like? Well, you know, a lot of people have ideas about it, but basically what it would be like, whatever we want it to be. And, you know, if we want heaven, we can create it here. So, you know, living in fifth dimensional consciousness is kind of going beyond what we see and what we've had experienced in in this physical world. You know, um, fifth dimensional consciousness is still in physical world and but it's um shifting the energetic bodies and shifting the way we think and the way we feel about things but it also comes from the heart you know it's not um from the ego so it, it you know it's it's basically i could compare it to you know somebody being on a high diving olympic diving board and di- diving off without maybe being able to swim that well, okay? It's about just, you know, you may not know what's going to happen, but you have faith. You know, there's been times, and when I think back on it, I I laugh, but um, years and years and years ago, my sister, (laughs) I I, I got on this diving board, and I I was pretty young. I'm trying to think how old I was. I was like under eight years old. Anyway, I was going to jump off of it, and before I got a chance to jump off of it, she pushed me, you know? So the thing about fifth dimensional consciousness, we're not going to push people off. It's it's purely what you want to do, right? But um, anyway, I, I, I popped out of the water, and I, I, I swam to the side, but I was like kind of a shock. Sometimes people wake up, and you've heard of people waking up and shifting consciousness, and it's like kind of being thrown into the water. You know, you start seeing everything around you. And, you know, you start seeing that things are unfair, and you start standing up for, you know, yourself and for other people. 
and you see things in a whole different way, like the way the world's being run doesn't seem very fair, right? It's just the beginning of that consciousness. But, you know, in a way, it's it's better to have a gentle awakening. I remember when I was in college, we I took this course, you know, I took different athletic stuff and that, and this is before I went to university. I... Um, uh, stroke improvement and um you know i wasn't the best swimmer there but um we had the opportunity to jump off this olympic uh tower right or and nobody wanted to do it and i thought you know what <clears throat> we have the opportunity to do this and nobody's going to take it so i said you know what i'm going to do it so maybe you know some people might think that was a little bit crazy of me or whatever but I, I, I thought to myself, you know, what the heck? So I jumped off, and the thing was, when I jumped off, I, I had a two-piece bathing suit on, and, and my top flew, kind of flew off. I mean, I grabbed it really quick and pulled it back up, because when you hit the water, it, it's forceful, right? But um, it's all about kind of just jumping in, and and whether you know what's going on or not, Okay. Anyway, um, you know, all these other people after that, when they saw me jump in, they all jumped in. They thought, you know, I saw her swim, and she's not that great of a swimmer. Well, I'm not saying I was, I'm terrible, but, you know, at the time, I, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, I'm going to do a lot of water sports and stuff like that. I need to make sure that, I, you know, I'm, I, I improve my, my swimming technique and that sort of thing. But anyway... So after that, they all started jumping in, okay? There are people that, you know, open doors for other people and just kind of, you know, take that path. And I've been one of those people that's taken the path to higher consciousness, okay? And Earth Angels Radio that Carol Guy uh, has started has, you know, been one of the forefront in doing that for many, many years now. So... You know, I hope that, um, you know, by listening to this show, you've opened yourself up to that. I, You know, something, um, I was talking about Lilo Kine. I, I saw, she's an artist, you know, the artist I was talking about at the beginning of the show that passed away. Uh, um, this past weekend, I saw Robert Bateman. And the reason why I'm talking about him, he, he is purely in fifth dimensional consciousness. And every time I see him at a showing that I've been invited to by him and, and different things, if I'm in a room with him, he beelines for me. <laughs> it's because he recognizes that, you know, our type of consciousness is similar. And we've talked about different things. And, and this past weekend, I had the opportunity... Um, he took out his sketch um, book over the last two years. He has a sketchbook he takes on his travels with him. And he was in Japan and France and many other places, and he shared with me for like an hour. So it was pretty amazing. You know, I have been very busy over the last three years with energy work, and now I feel like I can go back and do my creative work in other ways. You know, energy work is very creative. It's all about manifesting and that sort of thing. Um, so, 
you know, it's amazing. You know, I have another friend that's, uh, I have quite a few friends that are artists, but I have this one friend, and he's 92, and Robert's 86, so, you know, these people are getting up in age there. But, um, you know, there's always very creative people around. I want to talk about, you know, I've been having visions and seeing things about um, coats. So I want to, uh, you know, uh, and um, I, ke- I kept seeing this. I had this whole vision, and I've had dreams about a tapestry creating coat, you know, creation. And I believe this has something to do with um, fifth-dimensional consciousness. This site is called Dream Hawk, you know, Dream, D-R-E-A-M, Hawk, H-A-W-K.com, dash Dream Dictionary Coat Jacket. So I'm going to read from that. And it's the guy who does it is Tony Crisp. So um, it says the coat often depicts the self we use in public. For instance, we might be shy in public but very warm with a single friend. A coat or a jacket has its pockets. It also represents what we carry inside of us, memories, skills, the poser, the social uh, facilities, our wallet of money gives, but all at its basic level, the coat is a means of protection against cold of things getting to your body, such as dirt or creatures. So, but you know, the coat I had was woven with different beautiful, you know, flowers, scenes, you know, stuff like that. So, um, it's it's a very creative medium. Okay, a, a jacket, it's like a canvas in, in itself. Um, and the one I have has pockets in it too, but it's, it's really beautiful and it really, all these different colors of plum red, um, kind of like, uh, a pale apricot color, a little bit of black, you know, all the different flowers and different things on it. So, you know, um, when I went to this showing Robert Bateman showing on the weekend, I wore a black coat you know, kind of conservative, but, you know, I had a nice dress underneath and that sort of thing. Um, so what what is our, our coat that we use in public? You know, for some reason I believe it's changing because I was seeing the energetic tapestry on the coat of life changing in the way, you know, so coat is the self, okay? So either myself is shifting, which I believe... I did, I've did. i done a lot of healing, and, you know, I went back and took energy that I left in different places, like when I was talking about, you know, things that have happened that have been, um, it kind of took a little bit of that pure spirit away, you know. It's always been there, but maybe a little, little bits we leave behind. It's important we don't leave those things behind. We become whole, Okay. So, anyway, I I wanted to talk about this coat because, you know, it's memories. It's the things that we have within us. It it even, um, you know, it's about the social things, the skills that we have, the artistic stuff. Because I think it's important the manifesting because in this coat, I was manifesting and changing things, okay? It was purely fifth dimensional. So... Um, and 
I was talking about money and somebody, you know, I think money, of money a certain way. And then this friend of mine sees it another way. But, you know, what have we put up to protect ourselves? You know, he talks about here about being cold, you know, or things getting into your body or, you know, dirt or creatures or anything like that. The coat can show you feelings in which you clothe yourself. This is particularly connected with the degree of formality you present yourself with. If the coat is not new, it can represent the past. So, you know, last week I was talking about how, you know, focusing on the past is it actually makes us distorted because memories become distorted, okay, within the human mind. We may not have complete memories of them and sometimes traumatic things and focusing on those traumatic things doesn't allow us to enjoy our life in the moment fifth dimensional consciousness is about the moment so what are you carrying with you from the past okay can you take that coat off your past coat you know we can have a coat past coat we can have a now coat and we can have a future coat so take time to think about what memories link with this jacket and when you have worn it, okay? I believe that I took off my old coat and I got a new coat, a fifth dimensional coat. And, you know, we've always basically had that coat, but now's the time to really be wearing that coat. It says, of course, outer clothing like this is also a means of warmth or appearing respectable or otherwise, depending on the condition of the jacket. Um, The color may be important, too. So look up what colors mean. You know, I was having a coat of many colors. And last week I was talking about, you know, the opal having many colors, and it creates balance and healing. So in a way, this new coat is doing that, Okay. So if you have a dream where you're giving a coat to someone or wrapping them in it, an act of love or protection is that you're wrapping your own warmth or care around them. Like in fifth dimensional consciousness, we care about other people. We want to give them warmth. Okay, someone else's coat. This represents a person who's coated this. It might depict your feelings around them or your relationship with them. Taking or stealing from someone else's coat or jacket so if somebody in a dream is you know goes up to somebody's jacket that's laying there or something it in some way takes advantage of intimacy with someone not having enough strength or confidence to deal with your own life situation so you're basically vicariously trying to take that energy you know from somebody else overcoat so i'm i'm seeing an overcoat you know, in my visions and stuff. Usually protectiveness or a way of covering up and allowing a little of you to be seen or exposed. But you know what is funny? You know, usually a coat has a lining that's sometimes very elaborate and beautiful and has flowers on it and stuff. And the outside of the coat is plain. Well, I'm my outside of my coat is the fancy one, okay? So I guess I'm showing who I really am even when I'm wearing a coat. So it says here um, that you're not allowing yourself to be exposed. The coat that I have is open, though. 
So to get someone's overcoat or getting hands under it shows greater intimacy with that person. So if you're being allowed to, if somebody's putting a coat on you in, in a dream or a vision or whatever, they want to have more intimacy with you or they're opening up to you. Uh, the overcoat is a way of dealing with harsh weather, difficult circumstances. You know, right now it's really pouring here in Ontario, and you know a lot of the emotional things are going on right now, and there's a lot of release. So, you know that maybe the overcoat is our way of, or my way of channeling that energy, because I do handle a lot of energy. The overcoat may mean you're not giving. Any secrets away, not showing intimacy or vulnerability. I think that's if you're wearing a black coat or if you have it done up and you're acting like you don't want to be out there in the world. Sometimes it depicts your belief system, political or religious. You can use it to meet the world. That's what I believe I'm doing in my vision. I'm flowering and growing and I'm connecting because, you know, the some of the you know, things on the coat are connecting with other people. It's like, you know, we're all one. And it's a oneness coat. So, and it's a heart coat. And it's a love coat. So such systems may be a way of allying anxiety about decisions and self-responsibility. And without them, we may feel vulnerable and exposed. So the coat is used to represent them because it's protection and depicts attitudes or feelings. So what we have in 3D, you know, in our attitudes and feelings about things, I believe that they are changing because, you know, in the vision I have a coat on and then I take it off and then, you know, I, to go out, I put on another coat. So we're changing the way we have and feel about things once we do a lot of healing. You know, and it says here, in a few dreams, overcoat represents a person's body. By one's coattails, up one sleeve, coat of many colors. You know, that's what I have. Anyway, just just look, if you're having anything that has to do with a coat, you know, it's, it, it's telling you something, okay? In fifth dimensional uh, consciousness, we look at our dreams, we look at our visions, if you have them. And and the thing is, once you open yourself up to fifth dimensional consciousness, you definitely will have more lucid dreams and they will have more meaning and you will have visions, okay? A lot of people don't realize that, but all very interesting. Um, So, coat of many colors. You know, it's even in the Bible, so it has some meaning. You know, the person basically had this coat and then, his brothers got rid of him, you know, Joseph in the Bible, and then his life totally changed. No, coats could, and a coat of many colors could represent change, you know, or or rainbow energy. How do you know you're going to be shifting your consciousness? Are there any signs? You might ask yourself, you know that song, you might ask yourself... <laughs> Um, when I, I was quite privileged when I was up in North Bay um, one time I got to see Dor- Dolores Cannon and as you know she 
she passed away not that long ago. She was um, known for hypnotherapy research. And what she found out when she was doing this hypnotherapy on people was that a new earth was being created. And people talked to her about different lifetimes and what was going to be happening in the near future. So she knew about the new earth. You know, a lot of it is based on vibrational level. You know, when you go into fifth dimensional consciousness, you you, you vibrate at a, you know, I was talking on the show two weeks ago on the 15th about, you know, black matter and black energy and that sort of thing. But also I was talking about vibrational matter and at a cellular level, you know, we're not really physical. We're a bunch of atoms stuck together, but on smaller and smaller levels, there's space between each of the, you know, things we're made out of, you know, protons and neutrons and all these different things. So when we shift consciousness, we go into a fifth dimensional consciousness, we vibrate at a higher level. So our physical body may be a little bit different, okay? But she was, um, you know, kind of started to see that there are two Earths that exist at the same time. And, um, you know, she realized, too, that we're seeing multidimensional lives, too. They were seeing themselves in different um, times and spaces and stuff like that. You know, I was talking today how the clocks were different, and it shows that there's some type of... um, you know, when we go out of fifth, when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness, we live in the now. So time and space don't exist the way, you know, they're not in a straight line. Um, so, and I think I talked about last week, like we all have a past, but it all goes to one point. Um, when we exist in the now, you know, we have uh, our things that it seems like a line, but it's actually happening. In, basically what she found out was, and scientists and physicists have talked about that everything that's happening happens all at the same time at the same point. But we've created um, the type of perception in 3D to see things happening um, in a progression, in a sequence, okay? So really, time that really exists is now. And all past and future possibilities um, are really happening simultaneously, okay? So, anyway, what creates, uh, you know, I talked about, you know, our perception and the way we see things. We've created it, and we've created a physical reality. So, I think what Dolores Cannon, another thing she said, um, every time we make a decision or change the way we do things, you know, um, splits the reality. So if you don't put a lot of energy into another decision, it will dissipate, which means that If we keep thinking about something and we are in the past, we keep recreating 
that. You know, people talk about past lives and you go into a new life and you have karma and that sort of thing. Well, I think what is happening now is that we're doing healing. We're looking at stuff that we've kept on looking at and we've decided, you know, we don't want to do this anymore and we don't need to focus on it because we're living in the now, you know, when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness. So karma no longer exists when we're in fifth dimensional consciousness. So basically, we're in a physical reality, but it's kind of an illusion. And we're manifesting what our outcomes are. So, you know, people that focus on the negative things will focus um, or have things come in their lives that are what they're focusing on, right? So... funny thing is that many years ago people thought the earth was flat you know and then people thought the earth was round by thinking those things as a collective we're actually creating them okay so you know this friend of mine the one that has the negative stuff or was thinking the negative stuff and he's doing a better job of it um you know he keeps thinking that people are out to get him well if you think that you're going to have people out to get you So the bottom line is we have to start being really aware of our thoughts and what we think. And when we're in the now, we can do that. So where are you placing your thoughts and energies? Um, You know, it's purely up to you what you think, okay? Um, You know, I was was talking about... um, how do you know when the fifth, you're going into the fifth dimension or the new earth, whatever you want to call it, or heart consciousness, God consciousness, anything like that? You start to experience synchronicity, which means you start seeing things that you didn't notice before or things start happen at the same time. You, you may notice it, check the time, and it's you know your birthday. Um, so if you were born on November the 28th or October the 28th and you look at the clock and you keep seeing it, okay, so uh, so today would be, you know, the 1028. So another one would be 1111. A lot of people are saying that now. And what it is, it's a gateway to the divine connection and opening yourself to God consciousness, to fifth dimension, okay? Um, another thing you may notice is that things start happening and you start to manifest things really quickly. You know, I was with this friend of mine and um, he was showing me his uh, pink, light pink roses and I touched one of them and I was just joking. I said, you know, one time I changed my white roses and I've talked about it on the show to red roses. I said, you know, you can change. And then he gives me a call a few weeks later and he says, you know that rose that you or that uh, part of the rose bush that you touched, he says the flower came out red there. And he actually brought it over to me about a week ago. And I said, well, just leave it there, you know, so it, it stays there. So, you know, you start being able to manifest things and manipulate energy. And you really see your own power. You know, so many times I I talk to people about, you know, coming into your own power and seeing your own power. You can create whatever you want here. 
and uh, in fifth dimensional consciousness, we'll be able to manifest more quickly, you know, even how we look. So it is more important right now to really feel positive thoughts. And, you know, humanity as as a collective, if they start to realize that, then as a collective, we can create a manifesting collective and we can have a lot of fun with it. I really believe that. Um, you know, some people find that their diet starts to change and um, they want to eat more organic, healthy food. You know, I'm starting to see my children do that. So, you know, I know that being around me, it's it's actually affecting them. So, um, anyway, you'll find you'll, you're, you'll uh, have a craving for a certain type of food. You know, it's really funny. I think that um, whatever we need grows around us. You know, so if you have to do a lot of detoxifying and stuff like that, plants will show up that will help you with that. You know, um, I have a lot of lemon balm, and it does a lot of different things. And it keeps growing around my yard, so, you know, it just keeps reseeding itself. And even certain plants have changed once I thought about them changing or I want something to happen. You know, um, there's a lot of fruit in my yard now. Um, You know, maybe as a child you might have had a lot of scary dreams, okay? Um, you'll notice in your dream time, you'll become more aware, more lucid of your dream. And they may even become prophetic. You know, I have visions and I have dreams. And, you know, sometimes they're not so nice, but most of the time they're pretty amazing, I think. But the thing is to let go of fear, okay? Um, so if, if we're focusing on negative things, we're going to have maybe more negative dreams. So, it only stands to reason that our subconscious mind, you know, at dream time is going to process things. But when we have shift consciousness that we're vibrating at a higher frequency, our awareness is is more um, open and our perceptions are more open. So, you know, like I said, you know, like the dream... My visions are almost like metaphors to what is going on my in my life, right? So I, I've had friends actually uh, call me up and say they have had dreams about me or they've seen me or whatever. So we, 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 we're more connected when we even think. Um, another thing, even since the throat chakras open up within humanity, you know, recently, um, more... People will have um, an urge to speak the truth, and and sometimes people will say things to me, and you know they say, "Oh, I don't know why I said that to you." You know, sometimes when we speak truth and we open ourselves up to truth, other people around us start to do it. Okay, so some people too will become more spiritual. I'm not saying necessarily religious, and. Another thing, um, like I was talking about how I I jumped off that diving board, um, I knew it wasn't going to get hurt. So it's opening yourself up to things and not living in fear, too, okay? You'll start to notice that you want to try things and do things. You know, don't become glued um, 
to things that keep us in this reality. You know, don't be um, locked into that, like commercials and TV and things like that. Try to watch TV that and shows that are more higher consciousness, and you'll find yourself drawn to it too. Um, I think fear has been a way of controlling humanity and keeping them in kind of a controlled. So when we realize that we don't have to be fearful, then things really change and, you know, we'll be able to manifest a lot. You know, some people start to see other dimensions or, you know, you'll start seeing things out of the corner eye. You may see flashes of light. Um, Some people see angelic beings or they may see orbs. Um, Means that you're vibrating at higher energy, so you're going to see things in a higher dimension, okay? Um, I was talking earlier about glitches in in time, okay? Or time loops. I've had that happen where... Um, I think the first time I really had it happen when I was about 12 years old, I kept walking, you know, I was going a block to my house, but I kept going into a time loop where I kept walking by this certain place over and over again. And I finally had to shut my eyes and walk. So and think about being home to actually get myself out of this time loop. So it's it's not anything to be fearful of, okay? But it starts things like that start to happen. And another thing, you know, some because of the way you're feeling and expressing yourself, other people around you, well, they don't like change, and they'll see that you're not vibrating at the same level as them. It's almost like they reject you. It can happen, but. You know, one day I was walking from the store and I said, we can we can bring them with us. So we can actually, by our higher vibrations, bring us with them or bring them with us. So, you know, friends that you may have had in the past might go by the wayside and new people will come into your life. You know, even people from your past. So, um, energy. Some people find they may not need a lot of sleep, and other people may want to sleep more, especially if you're doing a lot of healing. Another thing that I've experienced, and some people, I know I have a friend, and he's hearing like high-pitched noises in his ear, and he thinks there's something wrong with himself, and his hearing's not affected. But what, you know, some people, you should get it checked out to make sure it has nothing to do with tinnitus or you know, vertigo or Meniere's disease or anything like that, or vitamin D deficiency or fatty acid deficiency. Um, sometimes they can be loud in one year, and I have that, and, and then it kind of amps up and goes in both ears when the vibration's changing. Um, it could be, you know, you're experiencing um, higher frequencies of the earth. You're You're connecting with the earth. Uh, you know, some people may feel a connection to different different types of aliens, like the Pallades or Arcturus or Orion and stuff like that. Um, so you may feel close to Earth. I feel close to Earth, but I feel connected to everyone. Um, and you may start to feel Mother Earth calling to you. 
I've had that happen. And it's just a way, because the earth sees you changing your frequency, and the earth really has gone to fifth dimensional consciousness and wants humanity to go with it. You know, because in third dimensional consciousness, there's been a lot of destruction, and the earth doesn't like that. So I I did talk last week about some gifts, and, you know, one of them, um, I didn't really go into it because I didn't have a lot of time, but if I don't have time this week, I can talk about it next week. So seeing other people's auras. You know, the other day, well, a few weeks ago, my sister said she's starting to see light around people in different colors. So it can happen. It might even be telepathy where you actually communicate you know, you may be having a vision and see a being and you don't see their lips moving, but you understand what they're saying by location, which means that you project yourself somewhere else. You know, I try not to do that, but I've done it. Or clairaudience, where, you know, and um, where you hear, you know, things or, you know, I, I would get... Um, my mouth would open up and I would say things, but it didn't seem like it was me saying that when, when it really first started to happen. But now, you know, I'm I'm totally connected to all my, you know, multi-dimensional self. So I, it, you know, what truth I speak, I'm aware of. Some people say, you know, this is a bunch of mumbo jumbo, you know, but. These are people that are living in a totally different conscious, okay? But like I said, Dolores, you know, was able to, you know, see through hypnosis that a whole bunch of people were expressing this, okay? So be open. That's all I'm saying. And don't let people, if you, if you are feeling certain things and you're opening yourself up, don't let people interfere, okay? I, I, I recently had, uh, you know, was trying to help somebody and it was somebody that is related to me and you know, they totally didn't understand what I was saying. I guess sometimes you have to be really careful about who you talk to. But... um some people think of it as negative things. You know, they see it as something different. But I see too many people really shifting. And it's more like what was something that, you know, certain people had, more and more people are doing. It's just a gift and and how we're really connected to God. Anyway, I, I talked last week about you know, staying grounded and taking a path, but we're really, you know, going on the same journey. So I just want people to be aware. And, you know, if you're listening to the show, you may do, be doing it for a reason, okay? There may be noticing things around you. I, I wanted to go... Um, now my computer's doing a whole bunch of really weird things, Okay. I wanted to go to the the queue and uh, see if there's anybody who had called in. Um, yeah, it looks like somebody's called in, so I, I I'll take the call. Um, fifth dimensional radio, Diane speaking. Fifth dimensional radio, Diane speaking. Area code eight five zero. Hello. 
Can you hear me? Okay, if you if you don't want to speak um, and you're just listening, that's okay. I was just noticing that there was a question mark, so usually it means that somebody can wanted you hear to me? talk. Hello. Oh, okay. Um, can you can I can hear you now? I couldn't hear you f- for a while there. Who am I speaking to? Can you hear me now? This is really strange. Let me try this again. Hello. Can you hear me now? You know, it's really funny. When I I shift it back and forth, I can hear you. But when I'm on either one, I can't hear you. So let's let's try this again, see if I... Hello. I can hear you now. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, when your switchboard's saying unmuted and then I... I can hear you, um, and I guess you could hear me, and then it would go right back to muted. But you know what's reason. funny is I have it back on um, the mute, and I'm talking to you. So it must be reversed. It, it is reversed. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've been getting a lot of things that have been talking about um, reversing energy, even TV shows, like somebody's... You know, even like the flash and the reverse flash. And I, I was thinking, you know, there's something that has meaning in that. But, um, yeah, it was almost like I had to go out and then come in and then go out again and then come in <laughs> to be able to hear you. Right. You know, in a way, um, we're kind of, um, there's kind of a distortion in the in, in the 3D timeline and the, the fifth dimensional timeline. I'm, I'm noticing it today because I'm seeing clocks that are normally all lined up you know, all over the place. They're like one's two minutes difference from the one that's pretty stable, and then the other one's like five minutes out. So wow. it doesn't surprise me. So awesome. what's up? Uh, do you do readings? This is the first time I've spoke with you. I've been listening to your show for a while. Um, uh-huh. And I wasn't sure if um, when when I read the bio well, on Well, I, I do it occasionally, but I try with the focus is to encourage people to have be in their own power. What would you like to know? Well, I was wondering if you can see um, as far as the relationship that I'm in, if you could give me any insight as far as what direction to proceed with that. The, the yeah, it's, it's been a little difficult. Yeah, it's um, there's some issues there, and um, I mean I've seen a lot of progress mm-hmm. over the past year as far as uh, the other party's got some addictions they're dealing with, and they're kind of denying, they, trying to convince me that they've totally just stopped on their own, and I don't really think that's the case. But this person I'm wanting to is your really twin flame. Did you hear what I said? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and those are never, well, sometimes they are, but they're never really easy relationships because I've been in one of those. And, you know, sometimes we're working from a level of past. You know, I've talked about it on the show. Try to see yourself on the level of being existing in the now and how you can connect with that person now. Okay. Does that help any? Um, because well, I, mean, I think a lot of the pa- past stuff is that. 
Go ahead. Okay. Um, I've been I've been working on really trying to help them heal and see get work their way through these addictions and back to a place of power for themselves for himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like he was a strong person at one time. I just feel like he had that confidence, and there's you know I know he went through a series of things in life that brought him down to the point where he lost that confidence. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get him to regain that, but it's, you know, does, does he want that? I mean, is he truly, is he just telling me what I want to hear that he... No. Um, he doesn't want to leave. I feel like, okay, when p- some people start to become aware of the multidimensionality, it's kind of overwhelming. And it's almost like he's dealing with every past lifetime simultaneously. But it's not up to us to try to heal them. We can give support and we can be there for them, but we have to respect that that's their journey. Um, In a way... I've been in I've been in a twin flame relationship. Because of things that have happened in the past, there are expectations and certain um you know, memories and stuff like that and it it actually interferes with the relationship now. Um I think that you being in his life is actually bringing a lot out and he's doing a lot of healing and it's not an easy process. Because, you know, a lot of us have gone through it. And I think what you have, and I'm going to uh, keep talking. I thought that I actually had um, two hours on this show, but it it doesn't look like Carol booked two hours for me. Um, What I'm going to say is um, just be supportive and don't have any expectations because, you know, I recently, I'll give you an example, I've had friends that have been really negative and are doing a lot of healing. And I'm going to go off the air if people, so some people may not be able to hear me if you're on the computer, okay? And I'll keep talking. Um, If we have expectations, we may interfere with what they have to do. So just be there for him and you'll find that it'll make the process a lot easier if you don't have expectations and you don't you you give as much love as you can but you also say to them I'm here to give you support but that's that's your journey you know I have my journey and you have your journey um I I see him being able to shift that within himself okay, okay. Are you there? Do you, do you see him being able to I I I, I I heard the cue talking. Sorry. Can you repeat your question? Oh, okay. That's all right. Um, so you think that he does have the ability and will be able to make that shift and, and break the addictions. I mean, it's, we're living together and engaged, and he wants to get married. And I said, well, we need to get these things resolved first because the things that I, you have to make your own choice, and I can't control what you do or whether you do these things. But there's certain things I can't live with because it's damaging me. So yeah, you well, you, to you've got to you've got to make, make that, that known. Point. You've got to speak your truth. No, so I, I, I see him, him being like able to do that. Stop. Okay. 
but sometimes when we um, have expectations and we, we put them on people, it actually sometimes puts them into fear mode. Um, try, try doing a lot of prayer and meditation, and um, he, will, he will shift in, into that love mode and not be living in that fear mode because addictions are caused by people living in the past, okay? Because they can't deal with it or whatever they have, and they right. do it by, you know, drinking or taking drugs or whatever addiction they have. So um, I just noticed I have another call here too, okay. but I hope that helps you. Thank you very much. Yes, because we really can't do it for them. We right. Give them I, I know I can't, and I and I told him I know you know I can't make this change for you. I can't, but. You know, it's mm-hmm. what, you have to make a choice. Is this what you want for your future, or do you want a healthy, loving relationship with me for your future? But that's not something I can live with. So you have to make a choice, either one. Yeah, but I, you have you to. Know, that's you know, damaging. Be able to live so with at some person. point, I have to walk away. It's you're going to choose to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, but he well, tries you, to convince me. Well, I've already stopped. Oh, I, I, it's not an addiction. I already stopped. But I don't believe that's true. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it. It. He's only fooling himself. So, you know, we do what you can, and if, if if it's a situation, sometimes we're in relationships because there's something we have to do with that person, and you know, you have to decide whether you want to stick it out. And if you can do it, do it. I I'm seeing that it's something that is viable. Okay. You see, I know this is kind of but don't push so it. specific. Do you see any time frame that this that he'll like come around? I mean, I would give him at I'm least a year. Determine another year. Yeah, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think that something was was going to happen. Okay, I'm going right, to take this you. other call. All right, but, bless um, you. Yeah, just don't push it. Just say, you know, I'm here for you. But these are things that you have to do. And I'm going to, you know, I'm giving you time. But, you know, don't blow it. And I, okay. that's all I would say. And then just let them do it. Okay? All right. Thank you. Okay. okay. Hello, area code 905. Hello. Diane. Hi. Is- Hi, Dream Hi, Master. This- how you doing, Diane? This is Dennis. You're not Oscar. working today because of the rain, right? Because of the rain, you know it. <laughs> yeah. So what's up? So, um. Well, you know, rain coming down. But um, the the last caller that you were just speaking with, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of p- people find like many of us found ourselves in a similar situation. Um, and when you mean she like relationships with twin flames? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, not even necessarily twin flame. Just just um, a, a close relationship um, mm-hmm. that you'd like to have happen, right? Okay. Be okay. it twin flame or not. Um, and things are like a little bit tumultuous or, or in turmoil or whatnot. It's just okay. back away from it and, and, and work within yourself first. Right? Well, like and then she we'll said, she's it. living with the guy and they're engaged. So, 
Yeah, it's difficult. When you put that type of commitment in something, you at least have to give it a shot. Well, yeah. You know, but like I said, you know, you give that person, you allow them to heal or whatever they have to do, but there comes a time where you have to move on, right? Right. You've got to look after your own best best interests. You you don't make yourself to be somebody that you want them to be, like, yeah. you know, for them, well, right? Well, you can't expect people to change overnight, for one thing, unless they're in fifth-dimensional consciousness. People that shift consciousness suddenly can completely change, and I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but... If somebody's working on a lot of issues and they're caught in the past, it can be very destructive. Yeah, it causes much um, distraction, you know, and focus. But if you don't allow them to deal with it, that's just as bad. I have a friend that recently, um, something happened years ago that I was involved with, and it was, you know, not a good situation, but he was never allowed to deal with it completely. Mm. And when he was able to start dealing with it, you know, with some help from me, Mm. um, the person that he's with didn't like it because, you know, when a person starts changing for the better, people don't really want it to happen. So another thing is that we... We have to allow them to change. You know, maybe we're holding them in that kind of state, too. Right. Well, when he mentioned this friend that you were helping whatnot, and his mate didn't like the, or appreciate the fact that you were helping him, is because that um, he was he was looking at himself in a different manner where that um, he wasn't acting or behaving in a manner where that she wanted him to. And when he starts doing his own thing, um, she she didn't like that because she's not he's not doing it the way she wants him to do it anymore, and you were the catalyst, and right? So uh, and that's <laughs> why I was saying to the lady that called in, you have to let him do it himself. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. really important. Yeah, you know, and taking ownership, right? And <laughs> yeah, know, like, but you know, yeah. either comes a time. But, you know, it's a twin flame relationship, so people don't want to give up on those, right? So, Right. That's when that's when it becomes more, um, I'm not going to say difficult, but more... Um, hmm. Vital? There's, <laughs> well, there's just so many more aspects of the relationship. Uh-huh. There are so many more different... Um, um, it's, it's, it's not cut and dry. It's yeah, and then there's maybe things that you have to resolve with that person that you've That's had right. in past lives and That's right. multi-dimensional levels and everything else. So it's more, it's yeah, like you said, it's not cut and dry. It's, you know, there's a lot of different dimensions to it, and a lot of things going on. Yeah. So, you know, I w- I was in a, a twin flame relationship, and you know, there was a lot of things that I was feeling. And I was upset about, and I realized that, and I looked at that part of myself, and I was able to get past it. But mm-hmm. we have to be able to do that. Look at ourselves. Well, no, right? You recognized it. Uh, you and we have to be in higher consciousness. What needs to be done? 
right. to be aware of it also, right? Yes, I, I agree. That's why and it's again, so important to be out in nature and um, not focus on the negative stuff because it's going to lower the frequency that we have. I agree. Yeah. When, you know, but, I've been you know, through a couple of relationships. don't like change. Right. Not everybody, but I'm saying most people in 3D. So do you, you got to decide, do you really want this person to be a different person? Sometimes when people change for the the best or the good, people don't like it. <laughs> I was talking about it at the beginning, you know. Um, all of a sudden you start, you know, shifting your consciousness and people look at you and they don't like it. They move <laughs> away, you know, sometimes, so. It's it's important to see people around you going with you, and, the, and them shifting consciousness because we manif- we're manifesting things around us. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I want to talk a little bit about manifesting, and I never had the chance to talk about it, so I'm going to try to squeeze that in too. It's great talking to you. Uh, you too as well, Diane. I'm looking forward to that show uh, on manifestation. Oh. Are you going to do it in overtime or next Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about stuff about it. But, yeah, I'd like to do a show on it. Yeah, I love my Maybe you can come on and do it with me. Sure, I'd love that. Okay. Anyway, um, thanks for calling in. It's always good to hear from you. And and the other lady that called in, I appreciate the call, okay? All good. There's all reasons why things happen so everybody else, you know, can learn from it. But also, you know, it's good to hear from a different aspect. And thank you for sharing your point of view, too. Okay? Thanks, Diane. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, will do. Bye. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's an amazing time and space. And, you know, sometimes there's risks that we take because we want to be with person or be in that relationship. But, um, like I said, we are who we focus on. So if, if you're around somebody that's negative or addiction things and that sort of thing, um, you, you have to be strong, okay? And um, we become co-creators. So it's, times is about improving and transcending this reality in the pain body. You know, I talked about that last week. Um, You know, the law of attraction. Sometimes we attract people that we have to look at parts of ourselves. It's kind of put in front of us. And we may have to learn um, to be more compassionate, to be more loving. Um, it's just important to see that. You know, I have friends that say, oh, I can't be around negative people. I'm, I'm around a lot of negative people. I just don't judge them. And I, I understand that it's them, it's not me. But I notice, too, I'm not going to give up on negative people, that they're becoming more positive because they're around me. So whatever we put our attention on grows. So for now, if you find that you become negative around negative people, don't be hanging around with negative people all the time. Um, you know, I've been, I, I used to work in psychiatry, and I worked re- with a lot of depressed people, and a lot of people said to me, how can you do it? Well, it's 
because I have that within me, you know, and I've I've done a lot of healing within myself. So, you know, what Dolores Cannon, earlier what I was saying, she said people were confused and they got mixed up and they kind of didn't know what they wanted to do with a certain decision. And so they created different realities. We've we've created these multi-dimensions and these different realities. So how do we get ourselves all back together? I think that's what fifth dimension does. You know, we become aware of the things that we've split up with ourselves. I know some people may not understand this, and it's not that easy to describe. So how do we bring those parts of ourselves back together? You know, maybe there's something within yourself that you don't like, and you kind of let it go, like it's maybe something negative or something dark. But we're not supposed to let those things go. We have to look at that part of ourselves. Maybe, you know, you get frustrated and um, do things that are negative when you're frustrated. Like, when does this happen? Look Look at those parts of things and then embrace that negative part of yourself and and transmute it okay by by that i mean um you know people drink and they take drugs because they're not looking at that part of themselves they don't want to look at it so they're kind of putting it aside and they're doing things and to numb it you know so the thing is to look at it it's not to bury it away and you know like what dolores cannon said that, um, you know, I've done some reading and stuff. Whenever we choose something that we feel is an error, error, we lose consciousness. We drop our energy level, okay? So it's important that we don't look at it as an error. We look at it as a learning experience, and we live in the now. Because in the now, you know, we live in beauty and love. So how how do we reconnect to God or we get into higher consciousness? Um, we keep in high a high vibration for one thing, because you know our awareness increases when our vibration is high. So part of it is grace, you know, being grace. A lot of people don't really understand grace. But it's trying to connect with God and our source and being kind and loving. And it's and part of it, you know, the law of attraction is, is speaking one's truth. And when you live in one's truth and you live at a higher vibrational level, you're going to manifest things that you want that are positive around you. So... You know, I I talk about the law of attraction sometimes, and I talk about the law of free will. Well, we can't put our, what we define as right and wrong on other people, okay? I know that, you know, some people don't like what I talk about, whether it's positive or not, because they may not understand it or it creates fear because they don't understand it. But I don't do that to other people. You know, I don't say, well, you do this and this and this and this and this and this. But I just want to give you an idea that it's it's not for us to be doing that to other people. Uh, 
So it's it's important we know what we're capable of. Um, and we look at parts of ourselves that may not be what we want, okay? Because then we can kind of look at them and say, hey, you know, this part of me is part of who I am, but I'm going to concentrate more on on certain things than other things. It doesn't mean that it's not a part of me. It's just, you know, I'm going to focus, you know, some people say, well, I'm going to focus on the positive things. You know, people may not like what you say, but it, it doesn't mean that we ignore them. It just means that we focus more on the positive things and people that we have around us. And ah, uh, so it's not that people are ignorant of who they are. It's people have been asleep, okay? Because they don't like parts of themselves. They've been splitting themselves. So once we have that understanding and acceptance, we can draw those parts together. And those are the parts that create the miracles within us, okay? You know, different um, masters and things like that, they went to the simple core and essence within themselves, okay? A lot of meditation, a lot of self-understanding, and realizing who we really are, love and light, you know? And when you when you live from that point of view, you know, things open up to you the real self you know who what is the real self within us so what 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 makes you feel comfortable about yourself what makes you feel uncomfortable about yourself are you able to look at those things um is it is it reasoning or is it connection you know when we get our frequency high enough we connect to god and our perception shifts so it's not really thinking from logic mind. It's thinking from heart and compassion and love. And to be honest with you, that is a miracle. I, I see miracles around me all the time. It's the law of attraction. So if you're positive and you see yourself as positive, you're going to attract positive people around you. People that are in your life will even shift if they've been negative, okay? That's why I talked about it at the beginning of the show. That is a miracle, you know, all the major spiritual teachings um, talk that we are a spark of, of big fire, divinity. You know, when I see and connect to source, I see energy, okay? So, you know, last week I was talking about healing that emotional, spiritual, and physical, and the etheric body. Because, you know, there's when you need healing it just means your energy is not flowing the way it should okay so when we look at ourselves we look at that god like part of ourselves and see that we're really connected it's 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 wonderful and it's comforting i find so then you start living in love not in fear so what are you ready to be able to handle to deal with are you ready to shift? Are you ready to look at those parts of yourself that may not be parts you really want to look at? So when you you know you meditate and you connect to source, there is less fear at the beginning, and you can look at those things within yourself. You can jump off that big you know diving tower of love and life 
and uh, you know we have angelic beings around us to to help us you know so anyway it's about trust getting that balance back and um you know we have things within us and gifts that we have within us you know whether it's um telepathy or um you know, clear audience and, and those different things. You know, the higher our frequency, the more we're opened up to them. I guess it's not so much that I talk about that, but um, knowing that you're fully capable of opening yourself up to these things, okay? You can, you can look them up. You just look up spiritual gifts and you'll be able to, to read about it. Um, you know, is it important to read energy? Maybe in a way, because then we know people that are in different consciousness have different energy. Is it important to read everybody's mind? You know, when we live in truth, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, now, just living and being who you are and living in truth, you you become that. Okay? You don't have to seek it. You know, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to seek spiritual enlightenment. You know, it's right there for us already. So, do you, looking at attaining things and really wanting them and that sort of thing, in a way, is kind of pushing, okay? It's just seeing yourself as having them. That's part of manifesting. So, if you're always thinking, oh, I wish I could have that, and I want this, and I want that, you're not seeing yourself as having it already, okay? So, part of manifesting is to really see yourself as doing it. You know, it has nothing to do with ego. It has nothing to do with pride or ambition or anything like that. You know, it's about flowing into what was created for us. You know, God created us to be able to <clears throat> open ourselves up to receiving, okay? Okay. It's not about, you know, look at me. I'm I'm ascended or whatever. And and getting, you know, praise and recognition. It's about just being who you are. And it's not about pride. It's uh, just just being, just just loving. So desiring you know, it, it's good to, it, it's more than desiring, okay? Desiring is, in, in a way, pushing, okay? It's it's just acceptance. You know, we we talk about gratitude and that sort of thing. Um, it, it extends further than that. You know, in 3D, desire is maybe part of the manifestation within, uh, you know, the, the root chakra and higher consciousness. It goes beyond desire, okay? It's about um, gratitude and acceptance, okay? And it's not so much about being worthy. It's about knowing that, you know, it's, it's a gift. So, you know, some people talk about money being a curse they talk about spiritual gifts as being a curse that is a different type of consciousness when you're living in higher consciousness you just see them as part of yourself so 
the beginning step of manifesting is to see it as part of who you are, okay? And I know, you know, people have written books about this, and I haven't read any of them, but I seem to manifest what I need in my life. I don't need to, to have a book to be able to do it. It's just seeing yourself as, as accepting. It's the energy, okay, flowing towards you. You know, some people say, oh, you have to manifest things from a higher realm and it goes this way and that way and going here and there. It's all about energy, okay? Pure energy. Some people manifest money and they do it maybe in a way that it shouldn't to some people seem. But, you know, the more of us that focus on the positive things and manifesting things in our life and receiving in a positive way, the more other people will be doing it too. <clears throat> so, you know, I have a lot of gifts, that I, but I've been open to receive them. You know, maybe some people aren't aware that they actually have them. We all have them. But some people have not been aware of the energy and opened themselves up to those things. Discernment, that is one of the gifts that I have that I'm very blessed with. So, you know, I see things and look at things, and I know which one to choose, right? So, you know, be sure when you manifest and you're open to it, you're ready to receive it, okay? Because some people have a door shut. You know, I've talked to so many people that have manifested or tried to manifest, but the thing is, you're not trying to manifest, you're accepting. It's energy. And, you know, uh, to be open to it, I'm just going to take a drink of water. <clears throat> I didn't. Okay. So be open. That's the main thing. To um... Some people think that this is a new type of creation that's happening, the shifting of consciousness. And other people see it as an evolutionary thing that's happening within humanity. Maybe it's both. Um, But, you know, there are people on the earth that are pitting people against each other. I look out and see us all as one. I don't care if somebody's Muslim or whatever religion they are, Christian, I don't look at people as religions, okay? A lot of people do that. The Bible, you know, it's a book that was written for a certain purpose. A lot of holy books are written for a certain purpose and they're guidance, okay? Uh, I just see our, as a whole, we're just beautiful, loving beings. And some people may have lost the knowledge that they really are that. And they've split themselves many times. Now is the time to go back and, you know, be who you are. Take that part of yourselves back and then open yourself up. And you'll start manifesting, you know, things around you. You know, people talk about being um, humble, okay? Like, you know, um, self-denial and that sort of thing. I don't see it. As that, I see it as being your true self and to be a reflection of God, you know. 
if you've got an ego, you're going to rant and rave and, and brag about everything you do. But if you control that, it doesn't really matter who knows that you do what and what goes where and that sort of thing. I, I don't call it being humble. I call it just being who I am. And thinking about other people, you know, that's something that um, when we manifest in fifth dimension, we think about what other people around us need and and want too. It's just not for one person. So, you know, if I was going to manifest a certain thing in my life, how, how does that relate to other people? Can I share it with other people? You know, I in a way, manifested myself doing this show a few years ago. It came my way, and I could have said, no, I don't want to do it, and I don't like talking in front of people, and it makes me nervous and all that other stuff. I could have done that. And like I did before, I jumped off that big diving tower. So it's about seeing. I kind of felt a weird ring on here, so I hope I'm still talking. It's it's about... um, knowing about what you can take and accept, okay? And and having that opening and being able to see, you know, that you are a manifesting person. And to be able to, you know, some people say, well, I don't know when this is going to happen. You know, I can see openings and you take a path. You know, if you want something come your way, you see the energy opening and you go for it, okay? So I would say to people, if you really want to start manifesting, get your high, your vibrational level up, be open to it, and, you know, um, work with energy. You know, be your um, an energy smith that, you know, that's what I do, you know, and, and I've, I've, I know that we are all capable of it. So, you know, that's why I do this show, to let people know that we're all basically the same, okay? And, you know, I know that I don't have too much time left, and I was going to talk about a lot of different things on the show like I usually do, but we can create heaven here. We can manifest and change our reality, and I think that's what we're doing right now. And it's all about balancing things. I went through a breaking training over the last few years, but it's also to understand and balance energy. You know, we can change things around us. You know, what what is toxic for you? You know, I woke up to the words this morning, shifting emotional symbolic impressions, and I was like, wow. And, and it's a collective that we're um, working on right now. We're shifting our emotions. We're shifting the way we see things. We're doing a lot of healing. You know, it's it's funny. I got a call this morning, and somebody invited me to a funeral. Lately, I've been going to funerals more than I've been going on dates. You know, it's, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, what is this? You know, what is this reality? We we just have to have more understanding. Yeah, you know, this person I know, I he called me this morning and he was talking about stuff and I said, are there any ducks on the roof? Um, he says, no, if there was, they'd be blown away because of the, you know, the rain and everything like that. So what, it, what, um, I wanted to talk about geese. So I think it's important. I talk about it, at least the geese. Okay. Um, 
And the funny thing is, I think it's on one for, page 144, which is where humanity is expanding their DNA to 144 strands. Anyway, it's, it's Psycho Power Autumn for snow geese, winter solstice, and full moon. It's a mixture of symbolism. It's a sacred bird. The snowbird is also associated with the borealis and earth wind. And the snow goose is also the totem for the winter solstice and the native uh, medicine wheel. Most people heard of the legendary mother goose whose stories and rhymes were designed to quiet children, myths, fairy tales, and other stories. Capture the, the imagination of children and adults alike. The goose has a totem reflecting a stimulation of childhood thrill and the belief in stories in legendary places. You know, I've been seeing that a lot lately, that we're going back to that innocence within ourselves. And I have that part back within myself. And it's about going back and unreading things and learning, okay? So it's, you know, they talk about these fairy tales. So these stories either reflect or imprint for this life that may have been imprinted on you with certain seed ideas. This is reflected in the early life of the gosling. A baby goose is imprinted by the first moving thing it sees. And the goose, uh, the goose can also be a totem to aid you in communication, especially through the use of stories. Its feather for a long time was a standard writing instrument. Individuals wish to write stories or anything can facilitate the process by working with the goose as a totem. You know, this is from Animal Speak by Ted Andrews' book. 144. So, you know, the lady that I was on the radio show today, it's important, you know, I see maybe the goose is your totem. Um, Communication is really important right now. Um, And to stimulate and uh, remove blocks that you have in communication with people around your life. Writing with a goose quill pen will help us even more. Many pain... Arts and craft shops can help you in finding or making your own quill. And feathers are used in making bedding. It's a symbol of fertility and marital fidelity. So too many people sleeping on bedding or made of goose feathers will help ensure fertility and fidelity. The breastbone of the goose had superstition in relationship to the weather. The bones are brown. It would indicate a mild winter. If they were white or bluish, they would indicate a severe winter. So... Geese are related to ducks and swans, are more um, terrestrial than ducks, and they are vegetarians. To those whom the goose comes a totem, it may well reflect a need for vegetables in the diet may be becoming vegetarian for a while. So think about that, okay? Um, they mate for life. So this is important to relationships. Um, it has ties to many of the fairy tales that are often imprinted as well. And, you know, I just wanted to mention this because, um, you know, epitomizes the mystery of migration. You know, this is shifting of energy, wind drafts and easier flights and that sort of thing. Um, they never fly directly behind one another, so they never unob- they're never unobstructed, okay? So what do we do to make ourselves unobstructed? We decide to do that. And when we make ourselves unobstructed, we manifest things, you know, within ourselves. We have to be open to it. So it's the V formation. It's reflected by its shape and it's and it, it's for new possibilities, like an arrowhead. So, you know, I was talking about many paths lead to a point. Well, it's the other way around. It's starting from a point and opening up, okay? Depends on which direction you're going in or which way you're looking at the, the goose flying in. 
and, you know, has a powerful voice and great strength in migration. The snow goose is predominantly white with uh, black wingtips. Both species have a very keen vision. So anyone with goose fur totem, greater vision, physical, spiritual occur. So, you know, um, it's important we open our vision. You know, I have a friend, and I just want to talk about him before I go. His name is Felix. He stayed at my place for a month, and it was a funny story, and I'll tell you another time. I've talked about it before. But it was a chance meeting, and he travels all over the world. He's kind of like a couch potato guy or a couch surfer. But I was looking at his wall uh, today, and he was, he's was he been in Mongolia, and he's out in the outback in Australia. That is one person who is not doesn't live in fear. He breaks out and um, enjoys life, you know, and he meets all sorts of wonderful people. And he always makes me smile when I see him, okay? Very, very positive person. So, you know, don't live in fear because what you attract, you draw to you. No matter where he goes, and I know he went to Cuba a few years ago, and I recently went to Cuba. It's a, it's a, The people there are very loving, you know, and he got a whole bunch of really nice people no matter where he goes. So it's about the law of attraction, the point of attraction. You know, we're we're talking about a point. We're talking about these um, geese. There's a point. When you look out of your eyes and there's like a, a point between your eyes, there's a chakra there that opens up and allows you to see things, okay? And it opens, your eyes kind of point out and look like a V, okay? So what you send out, you get back. When you change your habits and your thought patterns, and if you get into higher frequency, you'll start seeing that there's things that are negative you can change within yourself. You know, and then things, you know, from the heart, thoughts become repatterned and your behavior becomes more positive, okay? Right now there's um, a full moon. I think it actually was in the early morning or yesterday. Um Sharon was opposing Venus at the full moon, and this is a full moon in Taurus. Acute awareness of what needs healing is important right now. Love yourself. And um, more, you know, I got a message. Love yourself more than what you need a man for a relationship. You know, some people think they need a relationship. You need yourself and yourself to be together. They're the sun and Scorpius... Um, Scorpio, that that's heavy-duty energy right now, deep energy. We're going within. And it's a water sign, so there's a lot of emotion. And that's why there's a lot of flooding and stuff going on right now. You know, people said when we aligned with uh, the, the, the galactic core in 2012, you know, there's this freaky black hole aligning everything. And really, the black energy or the black matter, I should say, the black matter that holds everything together in this physical realm emanates from that um, black hole. So that's what basically through source uh, is keeping whatever we have going. So you know, I was talking during the show with a lady about um, reverse energy. So what you see in one way can be mirrored here in another way. It's important we balance that energy and that emotional within us. Um, the squirrel has energy that um, is connecting energy, okay? 
and also storing energy and um, looking at thing type of energy. Um, I wanted to talk about that full moon in Taurus too. I'll try to squeeze that in, and hopefully I I'm still on the radio. Um, the full it was a full moon and another super moon for October 27th um, in in earthy Taurus and to ground ourselves to Mother Earth and align us, ourselves. We manifest from Earth, okay? But when we go into fifth dimensional consciousness, the heart opens up and the crown opens up and we manifest on a on a kind of a different level. And um, we open ourselves up to things. Um, how do I say this? Um, we're transforming ourselves right now little by little, but some really quickly. And um, it's about shining the light on the things that you love and focusing on those things and living from love and not living from fear. You know, living in joy and living your authentic life and uh, aligning with what you believe within yourself, your true core values that you have. A lot of people are focused on things that they don't want to face, and they don't look at things that are also there that speak your truth. So, it's you know, the solar plexus is within us, and it's shifting to behind the heart chakra. So it's about finding the gold within us. You know, the sun in Scorpio, it, it governs emotional truth, and what is hidden within the surface within us. It's time to go deep. So be who you really are. You know, it's looking at the shadow part of ourselves too. And it it will empower you. So I just want to say, um, listen to your inner voice. Listen to how we can really be who we are here right now. Um, I'm going to say goodbye for now. And um, thanks for everyone listening. Know that the first step to manifesting what we want is to really want to be open to who we really are, okay? And to be accepting and grateful. Anyway, much love, and um, I will talk to you soon next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to This Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger, bringing awareness to our world of greater love. For more information on Diane, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1. May your heart and mind always be open to experiencing a greater world. Mm-hmm.